This is the Authentic Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. Here we go. This is what I got to say. Yeah. Uh huh. It's right on time. It's trip, 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 trip. S Chico, rock around you, rock around. That's right on time. It's tricky. Run DMC, Nick. No, I, I'm familiar. It's tricky. Yeah. You're tricky. Yeah. And I put this song on because uh, we're talking about some of the hidden tricks of entrepreneurship this week. Hidden tricks of entrepreneurship. Maybe that's the wrong. Maybe that's the wrong way of doing it. I don't know. Hidden tricks of like surviving in business. Surviving a business. Hey, so welcome to the show. My name is Stu Saunders. I'm Nick Foley. We are the Authentic Entrepreneurs, at least that's our show. Um, and we try every day <laughs> to be authentic. That was, really, that was a really weird thing I just said. Um, hey, so uh, welcome to episode number 56, Mikey? 56, yeah. Um, is he giving us hand signals back there? Yeah, he's doing hand signals. That, was a, that looks like that wasn't even a 56. It was like a 550. You just were going like... <laughs> you lost count how many episodes, eh? It's been that hard for you. Well, 56 episodes at least in. I think it's at least 56, and we're super pumped up. And first and foremost, I want to address a few things before we get started. Sure. Uh, number one, the last episode we just had was Erin Gargan King, and it was fantastic, and she was fantastic, and she was wonderful. And uh, I could have done another whole hour with her. I know you you probably mm, agree with that. She was great, yeah. Yeah. And um, But the three previous episodes we had... Um, with Mark Bowden and Claire Kumar and Mel Sadka, um, we really had a bad sound issue. Mm-hmm. Great guest, but just uh, just a tough sound issue. But I think we got that remedied, right? Yeah. So we've redone. Uh, Mikey came in and he redid all the sounds, so interviews will no longer have that challenge. Um, knock on wood. Um, but uh, yeah, so I just wanted to apologize, and we know we got. So I got some personal messages from people saying um, that. It was hard to listen to, and we realized that. So that was that's just our apology to you. And I actually recently met with Mel and Claire this past weekend nice. and apologized to both of them. Nice. And they said we thought it was us. We thought it was our. our we thought it was oh, our, we should have just end. let them know that yeah. they think it was. No, yeah, that wanted, would be very nice. Yeah, I wanted them to know that it wasn't them. Um, in fact, it was so Claire said she she actually went out and tried to find things to soften her room. Oh, bless her because heart. she thought it was her studio, her studio she built. She thought it was her room that was causing the problem. But it was just. <laughs> It was a new, some technology issues, and yeah. and, and it happens. It's, it happens, and part of learning and growing, and that's what we're doing. Um, so that's just um, yeah. Want to cover that off? Yeah. Um, number two uh, on the list is um, election day. Is today? We're recording this on the twenty first of November, in the year of our Lord two thousand and nineteen, and it is election day here in Canada. If you're listening in Canada, we have listeners in the states, Australia, and. Uh, over in Asia, but um, it is a big day in Canada. And I, I thought I would just ask you, Nick, um, you know, just because this will be heard next, a week today. Yeah, right. So we'll be a week into either a new government, uh, returning government, whatever you think. Who do you think will be the Prime Minister tomorrow? I think Trudeau will be the Prime Minister in a minority government. I can't bet you because I think the same thing. I hope this, I, that, I shouldn't, I can, you know, for, I, you know, I'm not going to get into a political thing. I told myself I wouldn't do that, but yeah. I, I do think he will. Um, but I'm not sure, man. It is so tight right now. Like yeah. it is like literally Canada has no idea 
what we have. Canada has a lot of ideas. That's not what it what I meant to say. But we don't. I don't think anybody can tell you. No, I don't. And think I think so. after the election of uh, uh, Trump in the in the America in the United States, I, I like our polls still a thing. Like, well, I'm going to just tell you. I, I think. Um, there's a thing called Poll Tracker, and it's on CBC. Yeah. Um, and what it does, it takes all the polls, the, the eight major polls across the country, and it averages them out. That's yeah. all it does. Yeah. And so we'll just we'll say this right now um, to kind of say like this is what it says is going to happen, and we'll see we'll see what happens. Yeah, sure. So currently, as of this is as of the Poll Tracker came up at 11:38 p.m. last night, right, October 20th. So currently, it says that the poll averages are polling 32% liberal. 31.6% conservative. That's a 0.04, yeah. 0.4% difference. And then you got your NDP at 18.4, Green 7.5, the BQ at 7, and the PPC is down 2.5. And the, the, this party called Other <laughs> is down at 0.9. And so it projected, it's saying that right now, a 13% chance Liberals win a majority government, a 48% chance, 48% chance that the Liberals win a minority government, 37% chance that the Conservatives win a minority government and a 2% chance that the Conservatives win a majority government. So it's not looking good for a majority in any way, shape, or form. No. Um, but it's interesting. So, yeah. um, And it's projecting 137 seats for the Liberals, 124 for the Conservatives, um, BQ at 39, NDP at 35, Green at 1, PPC at 1, and Other at 1. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Um, We'll see what happens. I, I'm just, I'm, I personally am hoping for a more progressive government um, that isn't afraid of change and recognizes uh, global uh, warming as an issue and uh, and also diversity as not a bad thing. Take yeah. that as you, as you will. As you will. I, I tell you what. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've voted. I. I I don't know. I voted conservative many years. As I, it, I was a, I was, a, I'm old. Yeah. I was a, I was a Brian Mulroney guy. Yeah, and like I can conservative voter, and my my house is, and and I don't know. Provincially, I, I can't do it anymore with my um, with my personal and our careers, and and my daughter, and my wife as a nurse, and, yeah. and my daughter with um, exceptionalities and things like that. Like we you work we with a, you work in education. Your wife works in healthcare. Yeah, exactly. Your daughter has Just exceptionalities. These are three things that. Yeah are all relevant to my life to your life existence. every single day of your life exactly and so before it was all fiscal responsibility and now they're just so far off the the, the beaten path yeah i was a cons- i was a fiscal conservative yeah as well. exactly and so now it's just like but I, it's no I longer that's not what conservative is anymore no not even close it's not it's republicans it's, are no longer in the states mm-hmm. right like fiscal republicans yeah. are different than what republicans yeah. republicans are now yeah so anyway but there's a lot of things i will say this there's a lot of things about the liberal government that i don't agree with you oh 100 you know, me too lots of things especially with their friends out west and things like that yeah. i just do not um you know and and then that all said this is what i love about democracy that all said the person that i uh, that i hate that i um you know kind of related to the most during the uh nd or during the um the election debate was the NDP. Oh, Jagmeet. Jagmeet. He, he was, he was, he was like awesome. Personable and, and like a he, leader that I could get behind. For I was sure. chatting with our, with, our, with, our, with our friend David, who's out west, and uh, you know, he would, he'd vote different than I would. Um, but we were talking about, we actually did a little kind of like half an hour chat about the debate, the most, the, the last English debate. And that's something else, too. There's only one English debate. Mm hmm. Yeah, I know. Which doesn't seem like enough. And it was such a horrible, horrible uh, setup oh, to actually figure out. But it was what. just curated horribly. It was, it was curated, and they had 45 seconds for answers, yeah, no, and it, it, just, just it just, too the, many the curators. format was there horrible. Was just too much going on. Two people on the stage. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he just said that, you know, um, he, we both agreed that Jagmeet Singh was the most human person on the stage. No question. No question. He was the most authentically real person on the stage. He seemed to be really, and, you know, and uh, neither him or I, you know, would probably 
both that way, but we both really enjoyed his his uh, his humor and his likability and his authenticity. Um, he had nothing to lose, right? Um, and I always say, which is a great segue into this, into this into this podcast um, topic. It's so easy to lead when you're not in power. Yeah, everybody loves the backup goalie, right? Right, like it's so easy to be critical <laughs> of, of decisions and policies in, in politics when you're not in power and you don't actually have to make any decisions and make any policies and yeah. face any real di- real challenges. Uh, same thing, you know, being an armchair quarterback, yeah. right? You, you look at a football game on a, on a Monday morning and you're like, I would have done it this way. or yeah. you, you don't know, right? Or, or, or hockey or, or anything. Like you, you, mm-hmm. It's easy to be critical without having to be in the thick of the actual action. That's so right. um, I don't know all the things that Trudeau did, if they were right or wrong, um, but I do know that, I think that politicians like Obama, for instance, before he got into power, he really felt he could make major changes. I think once you get into power, once you get into business, once you start anything, you realize that actual real life is very difficult. Yeah, for sure, and I think entrepreneurs will see that. And you know, you go in for, you go into business lots of times when yeah. it comes to, you know, small business owners or entrepreneurship. You're just like, oh, I'm going to change the world with this product, and then you realize, okay, wait, there's a lot more to it than yeah. you know having a cool social media handle or name or, or post. Yeah. There's the back end, and yeah. there's the there's the things that you need to do on a consistent basis. Yeah. So sure. I, I I get that. And then when people look at it from the outside looking in, they're looking at it like, well, he, he's horrible to work with, or this or that. And the other thing, well, it's a little different when you're the one holding the bag. Yeah, you know what I mean. When you're the one who have to make decisions, <clears throat> you know, like I, I'd be the first to admit, I'm probably not the the greatest leader of every company in the world, but I do the best that I can. I learn, I try, I, I at least I show up. Yeah, and, and you know, I think it's all about learning and growing. <laughs> For sure, but I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that that don't. Right, they're just like this is the way it is. Well, we yeah. actually have an interview next week with um, uh, Michael Bungay Stanier. If you want to listen to that MBS, he talks a lot about the arrogance of knowing it all, knowing too much. Yeah, I mean, I think if I ever got to that point, then I would just remove myself from the game because then the game will pass you by. Yeah. And I call it the game, and that's the way I like to look at it. Is I look at the, the the sport of business, the game of business, and it's not you know I take it very very serious. And and every day I just try to do the best I can and make the best decisions mm-hmm. I can make for my staff make the best decisions I can make for the purpose that I'm in business for, yeah. and to make the best decisions I can make for profit. That's what you do. Um, so you heard it here first. If uh, we're right, we're geniuses. If we are wrong, we, we we're wrong. We're like, wrong. Then we're wrong. But we both call a minority liberal government. Mm-hmm. Um, next prediction, World Series, the Nationals against the Astros. Astros and six. Astros and six. Uh, I'm going to say the Astros and seven. I think the Nationals will put up a good fight. All right, so that's it for predictions. They should be though. Like, like, like that's a great. I love that. I love the fact that the, that their star player left from the Washington Nationals and went to Philadelphia. Oh yeah. And the year that he left, the Washington Nationals went to. Now I can't. Yeah. This is not an indictment on. Do anyone know that guy's name? Mikey doesn't know. I don't think you know that baseball player's name. Um, it's. Um, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. This is not an indictment on Bryce Harper, but I will say this: there, it, it is quite coincidental yeah. that Bryce Harper, the the you know the the, the, the dominant player or the or the, the star, considered one of the top two or three players on sure, on, on the planet, on, on the planet, or on, on his team at least, on is, the planet is gone. Well, I, he, there's also a poll that says he's really overrated, according to people the players. say that he's overrated or. But anyway, but he's gone, and Mike then Trout's that year, whoever, but Mike Trout, yeah, he's the best, but. He's gone, and a team that won 93 uh, games, got into the playoffs, is in the World Series and yeah. could win it. 
you know, has a 50-50 chance. Yeah, and also I thought it was interesting too that how much we vilified, and I'm not getting into this conversation, but uh, Roberto Osuna, who was a closer for the for the Jays, who was you know uh, accused of I don't know actually know how that ever ended up that 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 trial. Oh yeah. Uh, but the Jays got rid of him real quick, right? Yeah. And uh, he is now the closer on the Astros, Astros yeah. who are in the World Series. Yeah. So Something that's else. kind of a crazy turn of events too. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about entrepreneurship. Sure. Yeah. This is an entrepreneurial con- entrepreneurship podcast. So that's our show. We oughta. Yeah. And so I was coming back from. Um, uh, camp last week, I think it was last week or week before last, and I was uh, chatting with you as we often do, getting these long-winded yeah. half an hour, forty-five minute conversations about life and entrepreneurship and liberty and whatever else. Um, Politics, fashion, usually more well, fa- fashion. fashion. Are we were both wearing black hoodies yeah. today with black shirts. What is Mike? He's, he's yawning right now. Is yeah, in the background. Yeah, Mike, he's this. fully yawning. He's loving this episode. Yeah, he's like, "What are you guys going to talk about?" The uh, this is banter cast in his, in his opinion. Uh, by the way, side note, Mikey won some serious awards for his uh, film. Yes, recently. I saw that. It was uh, all over the news, man. In the Congrats, brother. So congratulations on that. All right, so I'm driving back from um, uh, from camp the other day. I'm chatting with you, and you were asking, well, what, what's going on at camp? What, what are you up at camp for? And I said, well, we're just, um, we're just really busy right now, and we're a little bit short-staffed. So I go up at least once a week uh, for a couple of days to help out where I can. Um, and what that means is me, I set the dining hall up, I clean the dining hall up, I serve the food in the kitchen, I help serve the food in the kitchen, I don't serve it, I help serve the food in the kitchen, I help clean the plates at the end of the meals, um, I take the garbages out, I, uh, I chat with the staff, I try and make them laugh a little bit, keep some levity in, in sometimes a, in a stressful situation, um, I DJ in the music if I need to, if someone else is doing it. Oh, I, do you play tricky? I play a lot of Run DMC, I don't. <laughs> Um, and I talk to the teachers and, and I make sure they're happy and I talk to the kids, make sure they're having fun um, and just check in with the staff. Um, and then I think you said like, you do all the dishes. I'm like, yeah. And, and you said, that's what you have to do sometimes. And it's true. And so I want to talk a little bit about entrepreneurship and that kind of behind the scenes thing that it's not, it's not so sexy. Yeah. So, you know, if, if, you're, if you're running a business that has moving parts to it, if it's just yourself, I mean, there's still components I think that is, is not sexy too, like that you don't talk about, but... Uh, running a bit like you and I run business with staff and mm-hmm. with moving parts and different 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 cogs, um, you know, and that's what life is as an entrepreneur. Yeah, I, you know, to be honest, it, it's actually reminded me of a story, and I, I will I will talk about it. And it actually probably had more impact on me than um, than I actually anticipated or thought of at the time. So back in I think it was two thousand, I was playing um, hockey in the Ontario Hockey League. I went to this house. I was living at this new billets house. And um, I, I walked into this beautiful house and beautiful family. I'm still very connected to that family to this day with messages and things like that. Still friends of, of myself and my family. And I walk into this house and, and um, I find out that the guy, um, he went, we go by Mr. C. Uh, he goes by Mr. C. He, he, he owns a piping company. And uh, one day he, he asked me if I wanted to go to um, the Leaf game. And I said, yeah, I'll go to the Leaf game. He sees the tickets, Leaf game, platinum seats, right? And so um, he's asked me a few times to go, and I really enjoyed going with them and stuff. And he was just the way he dressed and stuff. He'd always wear, like, track pants, leather jacket, and deck shoes. And I'm like, we're sitting in platinum seats. He's like, you own the tickets, bud. You wear whatever you want. You're, and I just thought it was really funny. Yeah. Like, you own the company, wear whatever you want. And I just started laughing because I was always like, 
all right, like I was decked out thinking I, you know, to be businesslike, right? Anyway, this one story uh, that I was talking about was he said, well, come pick me up after practice. He's like, take the car and we'll drive down and uh, come pick me up after practice. I said, sure. So this was before cell phones and stuff like that. So he said, be there at, you know, four o'clock. And um, he's like, I'll, I'll come out. I said, all right. So we had practice or whatever. And, and uh, actually a little later than that, I guess we're on five o'clock. And so I went over to practice and I went to pick him up and I'm sitting outside in the car and I just, I'm not doing much, not paying much attention, just listening to talk radio or sports radio. And in the distance in the front, I see this guy and he's got this vest on and he has um, like a garbage pick and he's picking up garbage, right? And I, I don't really notice it too much. I'm just kind of looking at it, looking at the guy and looking at the, the scene, I guess. And people are walking by. It ultimately, it was, looked like it was shift change. And people were walking by and he's waving at them and they're waving back type thing. And so the guy gets close to the car and then he gets really close and he gets beside the car and he opens up the back. And I turn, like, turn around real quick and I look and it's my billet, the owner of the company, right? And he takes off the, the jacket and he, he puts in the 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 garbage stick and he runs out to the garbage and throws it into the bin comes back and he's like hi Nick how you doing and I was just like good good how was your day and we're talking about it and I'm pretty quiet going through and he's like something bothering you and I said well, I got a quick question I said he said yeah and I go you run what I perceive as a multi-million dollar company I mean you, you've got a lot of stuff going on here and he's like yeah and I said I said what did the like custodian or something like did you did your head of maintenance did he call in sick like what why are you doing that job mm -hmm. you've got so many responsibilities and he said, well, here's, here's the thing. He's like, he was going out to do the job. I got done in a meeting early. And I said, you know what? You do such a great job down here. He's like, go have a coffee. He's like, I'll, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just making the grounds look good at the beginning. He's like, I can do that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and so I just did it. And he goes, he goes, one of the big things that I've learned from that, Nick, he said, and I, I got this from my dad. My dad got this from his dad. And he's like, attitude in any business reflects the leadership in any business. And he said, if you want to have a good business, attitude reflects leadership. Do the things that most people are not going to see. So fast forward a couple weeks later. He asked me to go to the game again. We went all often. And I went and I went to pick him up. And of course he comes and I see a guy, right? And I'm looking, I'm, this time I'm looking, the guy's doing the garbage. I'm like, is that my billet? And I'm like, no, no, it's not. Two minutes later, he comes out and he's in a shirt and tie, how, how I expected him, opens the door. And I said, looks like custodian, uh, the, the, the head of janitor, or the head of maintenance uh, show, was, was doing his job today. And he's like, no, no, that's the vice president of sales. And it just floored me, right? Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, and he goes, attitude reflects leadership. And yeah. I was just, I couldn't believe, I was just like, wow, you know what I mean? And he's like, if they see me doing it, Nick, they're gonna do it as well, you know? 100%, and there's two things I'm gonna add to that. So number one, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a certain, um, there's a certain piece of, of humility that's involved in doing that. Now, bear with me for a second. What I mean by that is, there are people who do things for their organization, and then they tell everybody they did them. Right. Um, it's right. It's like writing a thank you card because you did something that's nice to you, and then posting it. You, you wrote that thank you card. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing this for? Are you doing it because you want to say, "Look at me"? Yeah. Or are you doing it because you really want to just do it? Exactly. And it's the right thing to do. Okay. And I, I used to have an employee that worked for me, um, and and he would come to meetings in the, the day, and he would say. Um, yeah, today I did this, and today I did that, and today I did in front of the whole staff. Mm -hmm. He would list off all of his accomplishments, and then he would say things like, well, you know, Steve was, uh, you know, Steve who, who does our grass cutting, I, I told him, you take an hour off, and I cut the grass for an hour, and in front of everybody, right? And then I had to pull him aside, and I said, like, it's really great you're doing that, but I don't think you should do it if you're just looking for, um, you know, kudos and high yeah. fives for doing, that's, that's not why you should do it. The second thing I would, I would say on that story, and about what we're talking about, is um, something that Aaron Gargan King said in our episode a couple episodes ago. 
or last episode, um, we asked her about um, what would she tell her young self, her 14 year old self. And she said, I would tell myself, you're not as important as you think you are. Mm, yeah, right? so true. You're not like, you're, you're not as big, a big of a deal. I, well, that's what you said. You're not as big of a deal as you think you are. And I think as an entrepreneur, you think you're a pretty freaking big deal, right? If you, especially if you have staff working for you, you're a pretty big deal. I don't know. Like, yeah. like I was at an event uh, where this guy was running it, and he brought me in as a as a presenter, and I was just sitting in the back in the back green room waiting to. to, to I watched this guy literally direct people around the room while he just sat there and chatted. Really? Yeah. And. And I thought, and these people were volunteers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a couple were staff, but a lot of them were volunteers. And I thought to myself, you are not setting an example for, mm-hmm. I mean, there, absolutely you have staff to do things because you've grown and you can't do everything yourself and you want people to help out, which sure. is great. But I mean, if you're arrogant about it, yeah. it's gonna come back. People around the water cooler, the proverbial water cooler, yeah. are gonna say, Nick, like, he just sits there from his high mighty chair and directs us around like he, exactly. yeah, and that's gonna backfire. Or Nick does stuff for us, but he announces to the world he does stuff for us. Yeah. Or, you know, I remember watching this guy on on uh, on his Instagram post like a series of videos about everybody he thanked that day. Mm-hmm. And I thought, why are you doing that? That's mm-hmm. not that's not the why you should thank people. That's not why you should, or that's not why you should help people out, or that's not why you should do the janitorial job. That's not why you should be doing it. You should be because it's the right thing to do, not because you need to be told it's, you did a good job. Right. Yeah. There you so go. that's kind of a side note to that. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't do the dishes at camp, so the staff go, "Wow, I didn't know you." And, and I have had it. I didn't know you do dishes. I mean, why wouldn't I do dishes? Am I yeah. incapable of doing dishes? And yeah, exactly. I own the business. Yeah. You should so, be able to do yeah. dishes. Yeah. For sure. No, I, and I think there's a lot of new learning in that. I think there's, you know, and, there, and like you said, I like the term that you use was was humility. I I I, I enjoy. You know, a lot of my time and a lot of your time, you know, I like, you know, we're in front of people, whether it's our staff or, or you're at conferences and, you know, or, or speaking or teaching, whatever it is that we're doing. And we have to wear, you know, different things and stuff like that. But sometimes I enjoy like, you know, today we're both we're, today's episode is brought to you by hoodies. Those of you that are watching on YouTube, but With like the color of black. Yeah, exactly. But sometimes it's good to put on the old, you know, put on the work jeans and go to work. Right. right? And and if that means I mean, you have big buildings. We have we have a small little office inside of a huge building. So it's not a lot of like maintenance and things like that. But when I'm doing my taxes or, or my chest, my quarterly taxes or I'm doing payroll or things like that, like these kind of things, like or, or just just looking at numbers and, and looking at you know ways that we can scale in different mm-hmm. different capacities. I mean these things I just like to you know kind of put on the glasses and the hat on and and, and go to work right yeah. and and it's 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 fun. It's the, that that to me is the fun part of entrepreneurship. All this stuff you know like you know thinking of things and, and designing conferences or or programs and stuff. That's that's great. That's why we're doing it because it's a purpose. But if you if you like doing the you know rolling up the sleeves work yeah. to help out, yeah. then. Um, you know, I think then you're in the you're, you're you're enjoying your life, you're enjoying your job, you're enjoying you know being an entrepreneur. One of the questions that I always try to ask my my assistant and the people who are work contracting with us is how can I help? Simple. Mm-hmm. How can I help? And I didn't come up with that. I mean, it doesn't sound like it's very profound, but those little words, right? Or or, or even the little things that we can do for our, our staff when we come in, like because you're not in every day, and I know I'm not, no. but they appreciate when you can come in and, and you know bring them a coffee or or. I think they do. I mean, I, you know, I never well, asked, yeah, but I hope like so. you think they do. And like, but just asking that simple question, how can I help? Mm-hmm. Right. Or just sending messages. I try to do one of the things that I try to do on a consistent basis. And I mean, I don't, I know that it sounds like I'm 
saying it, uh, but I'm not getting it for granted. I'm saying this because I'm trying to provide knowledge for our community, is I try to send messages to them on a daily basis. Not daily, but it, a couple times a week, just good job. If they're doing a good job, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, or a great job. Mm-hmm. I think those little things go a long way. Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. And I think that the best thing you can do. I, there's something actually nice about. I, love, I always love doing the dishes, um, and the reason why I love doing the dishes is because I uh, I, I like when they're done, they're done, and you yeah. can visibly see that you've done that work. Yeah. I, I imagine if you're doing janitorial, like you're like that that billet guy you, you live with, you can see you've done that yeah, job. Absolutely. The garbages are out. The floor has been swept. Yeah. The things are put away, and you have that like. A little bit of a, a dopamine hit, like I finished that. Whereas yeah. often, once you run a business, so much is unknown, right? You're yeah. like, well, I hope to God that worked. Yeah, exactly. I have really yeah. no way of knowing if it worked. Yeah. I think that video I put out is going to be successful. Like, yeah. but when you do the dishes, they're done. Yeah, and things are wiped down clean, and you're like, I did that, and that is that. There's a metric to that. It's visual. I yeah. can see it. Yeah, it's not hypothetical or magical. It's a real, honest to God's. It's job done. Job done. Well, I mean, and we feels good. We've both seen that um, that uh, presentation the colonel did. Uh, was it a colonel? Oh, oh, yeah, about the making your bed. Yeah, the convocation, and he was at yeah, convocation. Make your right? bed. And and it's just that that sense that admiral. Hit a do- He's an admiral. Admiral, yeah, and it was a hit of dopamine, right? Like that says, yeah. it's like at the end of the day, you make your bed. That's their first thing. Yeah. Now it's funny. Like I try to adapt that in my life. I'm always the first one out of bed. My wife is it, it doesn't is not a. It sleeps a little longer, but I, when I get home, I make it immediately. It's the first thing I do. I take off my work clothes and I make the bed so that I know a couple hours later when I go in, it, it's a made bed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It might only be made for a few few hours and stuff, but mm-hmm. the reality of it is, is it's made. It, when she doesn't, yeah, she's got a lot going on too. So, but I mean, those little things. Uh, you know, interesting question though. You said when you when you put out a video, when you put out something, I've, I've always wondered. Do you uh, when you, your company does a lot of conferences and things like that, and so when you do the videos and your intro videos and things like that, and you put it out to social media, are are there any things that you do after, like when it's done, you hit, like, you know, as our friend Brian Fanzo says, right, like hit the button, right? Yeah. You hit the button. Just hit the button. It's out to the world. Hit the damn button. Hitting the damn button. When it's out to the world, then the, what happens, what, what do you do next? What's the next you thing you do? Like, do you, we, okay, all the hard work is done, the yeah. video's made, yeah. the conference is here, yeah. you know, let's put it out to the world, hit the button, yeah. then what? You know, what are some of the things that, like, I'll give you an example. We, we have a, a launch where we did for, for 20K Sock Day last year. And I remember it was on a Wednesday and we were, we did this video and we hit the button to go hit play. And then all we couldn't do anything after that. The world was seeing it now, right? We just closed our laptops. You know, my business partner, Phil, did it at the same time, closed our laptops and we went and got lunch, right? Yeah. And just left it. And I said, don't even look at your phone at lunch. Like, yeah. just let it, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, we were fortunate that it picked up steam, like, you know, like your conferences have done in the past, different things, I know, but um, I was just, I'm just kind of curious, like, you know, we're, we're getting ready to launch another program, another 20K yep. in Stock Day this year, and when this is being aired, probably, um, and I, I know at November 6th, we're going to we're gonna launch the video, and I have already in my head planned, I'm like, we're going to launch the video, and then everyone's going out for a coffee or something, you know, yeah. what I mean? just to kind of stick away from it, yeah. so do you ever get that sense, that hit of, like, kind of like, you know, we've done all we can do? What what uh, what can we do to just kind of decompress a little bit? It's a great question. Um, I, I don't know if I have an answer for you because yeah. I think it, we kind of put you on the spot here. No, but we do so much stuff. Like we're always putting out things every day. Um, I think uh, I'm trying to think. Well, I put out the epic video uh, after this year's epic, and Mikey did a great job putting yeah. that together. It's the kind fantastic. of the kind of the summary video. Um, it's about seven minutes long. And uh, it was nice to see um, that go out, but then I, I, I did have to separate separate myself because yeah. I got a little anxious about like, yeah. oh, will people like this? Exactly. Like, 
anyway, so I, I think I probably do separate myself after I, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it's a good question. I, I don't know if I have a, a, what I do typically, but we put out a lot of different videos. Like Mikey's putting out promotional stuff. I mean, all he does is create content. So I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Another question for you then. This might be a little bit more, and I know I'm putting you on the spot here, and you're like, dude, what are we doing here? Um, but I'm curious, your, your company, for those of you that don't know, Stu runs, and he's a humble guy, so I'll tell you. He runs uh, a company, as we all know, you should know if you're listening, uh, YLCC. So it does like Epic, um, a conference for, you know, for, for corporate adults, um, Global. Um, Epic's right there. Global. Epic's right there, in fact. Epic's our sponsor. Yeah, exactly. The Authentic Entrepreneurs are brought to you by Hey, it's Stu Saunders from the Epic Community and the Authentic Entrepreneurs. I just want to jump on here real quick and let you know that this May 2020, we're running the Epic Community event again. It was such a success last year and an incredible return ratio, 100%. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what those who were there, listen to how they feel about it. My brain and my heart are so full. It has soul. And I think this is the start of something very special. It's been real. You won't be disappointed. Blown away. Absolutely flawless. Perfect. You know that you're just around like the most amazing humans. Great experience, great people, great minds, great discussion. One might say, this is epic. That is just a sampling of what people thought about the Epic community. So do yourself a favor, go to theepiccommunity.com, apply to be a member, and join us this May 24th to the 27th in Toronto, Ontario. And uh, GSLS? Global Student Leadership Summit. And what's that? That is a uh, three-day global summit held in London, Ontario for about 2,000 human beings from the planet, all over the planet. Last year, we had about 15 different countries. And Ontario Student Leadership Conference, OSLC, what's which that? Which is the largest leadership conference for students, multi-day leadership conference for students in Canada. It's been around for, this is our 41, 41st year, and it's actually two weeks today on the day that we're recording this, we will be in the I middle of it. probably out today. Like we're probably out in the middle of that conference. Yes, we will be. It'll be <clears throat> I think this one will be. Okay, so I know you do other things as well, and there's lots of other things Speakers we need to talk Bureau. about. That. Speakers Bureau, which I'm on. You're welcome. And I'm, I'm thankful to. Um, but you're here's, welcome. <laughs> here's the thing. Um, I'm on it. You're yeah, welcome. You're welcome. Here's the thing. My question for you, and also, well, let's do it all. Spark and uh, BC Leadership. So uh, talk about Spark. Spark is a uh, multi-day program at Canada's Wonderland, which is a large theme park in just north of Toronto, which... Uh, we allow kids to come in for the morning, listen to speakers, and then go play in the park app. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we have about 2,000 kids in that program. And Spark. Spark. We no, so you did Spark. BC Leadership. Uh, BC Leadership is uh, an uh, uh, event in BC where you hold a program up in, Oak, uh, sorry, in Kelowna for a one-day Kelowna event, one day in the lower mainland, and then one day on the island. And we bring in three or four speakers for a day, one-day seminars, and we have about 1,500 kids over three days for that. And then we also have our Speakers Bureau, speakers bureau which yeah. is 15 or now 16 speakers, all Canadian, Canadians inspiring Canadians that work with youth primarily. And then we also have our film company, yeah, Media. Well, is YLCC Media, Media which yeah. we just launched our third film of our trilogy, which is called Chapter 3, but that's not why it's called Chapter 3. It's not because it's the third film, but it's worked out that way. It's about life after high school. Our first one was about life going into high school, and our second film was... Uh, called Rising Above, about surviving um, bullying behavior in schools. So you're a busy guy. So here's my question. All right. I also have a lingerie line. <laughs> what is it called? Stupendous. <laughs> socks. It's just socks. Not cut it. 
No, we're not cutting that. That's just too good. It's gold. We don't have a lingerie. Um, we do not have a lingerie line. No, thank gosh. Okay, so my question is for this, and then, well, I'm, I'm going to talk just specifically. And you got a lot of things going on. A lot of those things are ongoing. A lot, and there's lots going on. When you also a podcast. When you are yeah, the authentic entrepreneurs, you should, if you're listening, you've already subscribed. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. I'm hoping. So after you're done an event, uh, global, let's global or OSLC or Epic, what do you do as an entrepreneur? It's over. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's over on Saturday. You fly back or you drive back or wherever you are. It's over on the Tuesday or it's over on the Wednesday. Whenever it's over, that day you leave. I know there's cleanup. Don't talk about sure. that. All that stuff. I know you got wonderful staff and and you're in there too. I've seen it. I've watched it. I've watched this wonderful staff take that stuff down OSLC and they do a beautiful job. And and Stu as the you know the the leader of OSLC it, or at YLCC and the conference you know director yeah. is there uh, taking it down as well. That's not my question. My question is the next day. What happens? And it, not the times that you have to fly to Europe. No, yeah. like, what are you doing to decompress? Uh, I don't decompress. And my way, I guess the what I, how I deal with it is I immediately am in the next year's planning mode. Really? Immediately. I'm thinking of what, what can I do differently? Who can I get? What can I do differently? I, I, that's, that's, I, I, that's how I, I don't take a rest. Yeah. I'll rest a month later. I'll stop thinking. But like right away after Global, I was like, how do we make it bigger, better, mm-hmm. more efficient? So you have strategy meetings like the next day type thing? Mostly with myself, my journal, yeah. um, and then usually I allow like our kind of our directors to take a day or two to, to breathe. Yeah, for sure. Um, but typically, it's like right after summer camp. Didn't mention that's also I did oh, summer yeah, camp. Oh yeah, summer camp too. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. like after summer camp, like which is only happening like tw- twelve months a year almost. Yeah, much. <laughs> after summer camp, so we like I know like that last week even at, before we even yeah. shut down. Yeah. Um, our core senior staff team, Ashbear, our camp director, and whoever else is on the senior senior staff team, uh, we will literally be like, okay. What was what was you know what was the good the bad the ugly yeah and how do we make it better like so that's that's what I do I immediately when I launch a video I will often Mikey will hate me because I will send him a message saying I want to change it yeah cool yeah no I, I mean fair enough right I mean that's just kind of he's, he's smiling um, he's right. smiling because that actually does happen those are tears behind the smile yeah anyway um, and I, just, I, was, I was interested I, I know we got to wrap things up but I yeah. just as a as an entrepreneur I think it's important and I think that's you know it's great to, to, to be constantly thinking which of is the next it, one, you know, which is it which is it, which is it, kind of like is as an entrepreneur if you're real if you're an absolutely authentic entrepreneur and you're really building a business you don't rest a lot no but I mean I do think that there is there is something to be said of of taking you know some time oh yeah you know what I mean like I, think I do take it be, eventually I'll yeah. take it I'll take it but I, I like to it's called the primacy effect. Yeah, for sure. I like to be in the moment and think about the next. I, I want to be. I want to already right? feeling it, which right? is why when we do events, we ask people to register right away. Right. Yeah. Because they're the most every day outside after an event. Yeah. There's less chance they're going to yeah, register. No question. No question. I mean, I, I I do feel like as an entrepreneur, it's important to to stay in that that cadence of work. Right. You want to remember moment. it. You want to remember it, and you need to look at that. But I mean, even after that's done, I think there's there's also a time to get up and be like, you know what? Maybe I don't get up earlier today. Maybe I. I go for a little walk in nature. Yep. Maybe I drink that glass of fine wine that I've been saving. Oh, you know God, I mean? red wine is bad. Yeah, exactly. So Anyway, uh, bottom line, Nick, put put the work in, and sometimes the work's ugly. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope that they got our listeners, um, both of them got the got the message today. The old the old saying says, never ask someone to do something you won't do yourself. No, exactly. And I, I, don't, and I think that's, right? that's, that's good words that's to live that by. That's that CEO, you, you're the guy, or yeah. the president, like, you know, Nobody can in the in the lunchroom can say, "Well, that Nick, yeah, you know, no, exactly. he would never change the garbage cans, yeah, because he would, yeah, Stu sure. wouldn't do the dishes, because he would, yeah, exactly." And, and I think you, you lose you lose credibility if you won't 
yeah. get dirty. Yep. I and agree. dirty could be actually getting dirty, or it could be like just the hard work, the labor yeah. stuff. That, just doing the stuff that yeah. behind the scenes you're not seeing. Right? Yeah, Richard Branson. You always see him. He'll go on. Uh, he'll he'll show up on an airplane and, and serve all the the drinks on the airplane. Oh, really? Yeah. All the time he does that, yeah. right? Or he'll go on the train, do the same thing. Or yeah. he'll um, he'll show up at one of his his health clubs, Virgin Virgin Athletics, and he'll he'll lead classes. Or he'll yeah. perfect. Um, I can't you know, imagine getting a class led by. Richard Branson? Well, I mean, it was funny. He just actually posted something the other day about um, in this air tunnel learning how to do weightless, uh, be weightless for, mm-hmm. for Gal- Virgin Galactic. And he, he, let it, he was the first one to do it, take the risk and went in there and did it. Yeah. Because you get so much more credibility with, oh, your, yeah, with your followers, with your staff, with well, your team. When, and also a guy that's like 112 years old, right? Like, yeah, don't filter your life. Don't mm-hmm. filter your, your entrepreneurship. That's what Aaron talked about actually in our podcast last week too is about like, Whatever you post, make it authentic. And it's the same thing with your life. If you, if you're leading a company, be authentic. Yeah, whatever that means. Extent, yeah. But no, fi- that's the thing. Authentic out. is a subjective word. But we gotta wrap things up here. All right. So that was a long-winded conversation, and uh, I hope you got something out of it. Uh, next week, tune in for another episode of the Authentic Entrepreneurs with our friend, Mister Scott Stratton. Scott Stratton, author of everything. <laughs> Him and Allison, the authors of, of the uh, unbranding, unbranding, unmarketing, unselling, unselling the unseries, the unseries, then his unpodcast, unpodcast, and then uh, he's got a new book coming out called the Jackass Whisperer. Yeah, I'm looking forward to reading that. That's I'm looking forward to talking a little about uh, about next week. So tune in next week. Um, uh, that's not next week. Sorry, that is not next week. That's that's. That's two weeks from. That's, that's three sometime. weeks. That is sometime on this. On next this week podcast. we have Michael Bur- Mike Michael Bungay Stanier. Yes, we do. So it's two or three. It's it's coming up. It's coming up. Just continue to listen. And but if you subscribe people. and hit the alert button, you're you'll know. know. You'll you're, know. You're gonna Just know. another reason to tune in. We were botched that. All anyway, right. let's get We're out of here. So until next time, keep being authentic. Bam. Out. We're out. Thank you for listening to The Authentic Entrepreneurs. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, keep being authentic.